Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimseski with Adam Atkinson, episode three in our series on the majors and the minors. And we're going to talk about active recovery, which of course was just like the coolest buzzword ever, maybe 15 years ago, 10 years ago. And that of course, in essence means if I have done a you know super, super hard workout and I shouldn't really be in the gym training, but maybe I need quote active recovery, I should go play some tennis or do a light walk or do some yoga or maybe if I'm on vacation and I've kind of stacked up my workout so I wouldn't have to, you know, I can employ some active recovery. But I, I think, Adam, that as we've been talking about so far in the series, it just puts another checkbox list type thing for people to think they have to do. And it may just create more stress than people need. Yeah, I couldn't think of a worse word to get into our industry since the word cheat meal, <laughs> you know? So when I think active recovery, I literally think disordered exercise, your wine recovery. Why would you be active to do that? <laughs> it's, it's the worst buzzword ever created. So I don't really understand why people, you know, don't think this through. If I want to recover, why would I not sit on the couch and rest. Now, if you're tight, you know, maybe go for a walk, but just say I'm tight and I need to go for a walk and loosen my joints up or stretch. You know, these things have always been there and it's like people just bypass these things and give it a buzzword. But I think it really leads to disordered exercise thoughts by having words out there. Uh, some people do bank on that. You know, I I walked 20,000 steps because today was an active recovery day. Well, did you really recover? Because that's a lot of steps. So, you know, I think that uh, active recovery can kind of be in terms of uh, avoidance of what really needs to be done. You're, you're making me think that we should almost retitle the series something to do with, with OCD behavior. But I, I, because I find the same thing here. I was, I was having, I'm going to go back to another conversation I had with a client this week and she was trying to make sure she could get everything in the week and it was scheduled properly. We've been talking about recovery. So she's like, okay, like what day should I do my, my, my spin? Which days should I do my Pilates? Which days should I do yoga? Which days should I do my heavyweight training days? My lightweight training days. I need to get these in and that. And, and this is somebody who is so in tune with her current progress I'm trying to bring her down from tr literally training four hours a day, doing different things, you know, tennis and so forth and say, man, let's just, we, we've got to make sure your body has a chance to recover. And to your point, Adam, sometimes that just means resting. And, uh, you know, since we have done this, not, not incidentally or ironically, since I've made her or suggested to her to start doing this. All of a sudden, her knee pain has reduced. She's feeling better, and she's still losing two pounds a week. And so, you know, again, you're exactly right. We, we sometimes recovery just means recovery, and we don't have to throw in all kinds of of quasi training on top of it. Yeah, and that comes down to the client being moldable and coachable through that process. So that can be going off of your. Uh, you know, what you actually want to do with a client versus like kind of meeting in the middle, that can be a tough line to dance on. You know, one of the things that I told her that makes me think I'm going to actually see if there's any research on this. I told her there are some instances when you are overtraining to the point 
where that extra hour or more of rest could actually help you progress faster. I mean, because when you start getting increased cortisol, you're reducing sleep time, you're constantly sore, you, you will start to see a reduction in actual metabolic rate over time. And so getting that extra hour of sleep or getting that extra hour of rest just during the day may actually help you hit your, your goals faster. Yeah, especially if they're getting into, you know, perimenopause as well, that can make a huge difference. So, all right, guys, well, we're going to keep going on. we got a couple more episodes for you in this series on majoring on the majors and minoring on the minors. We'll see you next time in Contest Prep U.